evil spirits from entering his dreams at night, though none of it had been enough to stop the beast of that night's dream. Tutmosis sat down next to his brother and wiped away his tears with his hand. Stop crying. It's all right. Tell me what happened. Tepi took a moment to calm himself. He was chasing me. Who was chasing you? Amun. He shot an arrow in my leg and he cut off my head. Tutmosis pulled the bed cover back. Look, no arrow, not even a wound. Tepi sat up and examined his lower half. Other than his right hip bone protruding slightly more than the left, his legs were unblemished and intact. And I promise, continued Tutmosis, I'm looking at your head, and it's still attached to your body. Tepi cradled his head with both arms, just to be sure. What have I told you? You mustn't reveal your fear of him. You have to be brave and fight back. If he kills you three times in your dream, you'll never find your way back from the afterlife. And now look, it's already the second time. I can't fight him. He frightens me, Tepi whimpered. Tutmosis put a protective arm around Tepi, a gesture that always made his little brother feel safe. At age 16, ten years older than Tepi, Tutmosis was caring, smart, and adamantly brave. He protected his younger brother from everything, even crocodiles. Tepi dreamed of having broad shoulders and muscular arms just like his brother, and a sidelock as long as his, too. This, Tepi knew for sure, would make him brave. Tutmosis removed an amulet from around his neck and placed it around his brother's neck. Yes, you can fight him. This will help you, he said. Your Aten amulet? Tepi asked, unable to contain his excitement. Now it's yours, Tutmosis answered. Tepi rubbed his fingers across the gold-plated disc. Although he was uncertain about the amulet's significance, he remained enthralled by it. The engraving depicted a man with a crown on his head, seated and bathed by the rays of the sun. What does the picture mean? he asked. Aten is the sun, the god that gives us light. Without him, we would have no morning, only the darkness of night. Look, the amulet shows the scene of Aten shining his power down on the pharaoh of Egypt. It will give you power and strength over your enemies as well said Tutmosis. Even Amun? Yes, even the Amun god. Promise me you'll always keep it with you, and never let it leave your sight. I promise, replied Tepi. But if I have it, what will protect you? Tutmosis gave his brother a self-assured look, tapping his chest. I don't need it. The Aten is always with me. Now, get up. It's time to dress and greet mother in the chamber. Tepi sluggishly rolled his body out of bed with a disappointed look on his face. Can we go swim in the river instead? You know that father forbade us to swim in the river, Tutmosis reminded him. But he won't know if we never tell him. Tepi, you know we can't. Please, we hardly ever get to swim in the river. Tepi pouted. All he would have to do now is hold his defiant facial expression just a little bit longer and Tutmosis would give in to his wishes. Just as Tepi expected, a sly grin appeared on his brother's face. Tutmosis handed him a hooded cloak. Then we won't tell him. Tepi shook his head while mimicking his brother's mischievous smile. He was going swimming in the river with his big brother, and there could be nothing better in the whole world. The boys made their way down the corridor and slipped out of the palace, being careful not to be detected by their father's guards. From an open window, I... 
the pharaoh's trusted confidant, watched his two young nephews sneak out of the palace grounds before he continued down the corridor to the pharaoh's chamber. I entered as Pharaoh Amenhotep was in the midst of his prayer to the Amun god, the one he would always recite before he went off to war. Amun, my god of sustenance, my lord is my protector, who answers the one that calls on him. Amun, the king of the gods, grant me victory over my enemies, light the path I must follow. I stood silently until Amenhotep finished. The pharaoh was fully aware that someone was standing at the entrance of his chamber because of the shadow cast onto the opaque white curtain separating his chamber from the palace corridor. Who stands there? he asked. My pharaoh, it's your most humble servant, I. Amenhotep stepped out from behind the curtain into the outer chamber, dressed in his king's robe and nemes, the royal striped headcloth. Typically, the pharaoh appeared stout and solidly built, but today he was sweaty, frail, and anxious. He must be craving it again, I thought.